What is going on? What is up? Hello to you all. Jason writes, what's up? How's the food in Facebook jail? Can you pass along charity scam Mike info? I will. I will. I'm, I've just, I didn't mean to forget you. Hold on a second. This is embarrassing. I got to fix this sign. As we speak, uh, uh, real life problems for your old pal Eric Zane. My neighbor has decided that he wants to uh, uh, be early bird gets the worm, makes me sick. And, and go outside and uh, freaking mow his lawn and use the weed eater and, uh, and, the, and, the, and the blower. My God. And he's literally right outside of my window. And you can't hear it, but I can. And I don't know about you, but when it comes to power equipment, um, the sound of the um, uh, blower is the one that does it. It actually, it goes right to my brain. And I can I can be using it, and it's not a problem. But if I if I'm the neighbor and my neighbor and, and my neighbor is using it, oh my God, it wrecks me. It hurts me right down to my soul. It is the uh, 9th of July, 2021. Facebook fight, Facebook fight. You are wrong, and I am right. You are a stupid prick. You can suck my big fat dick. This is another Facebook fight. This is Alabama Linda, otherwise known as Candy Crush Linda. And since I only back winners, I listen to the Eric Zane Show podcast. Wait, how many times has he been fired? Shut up. Anyway, here he is, Eric Zane. Thank you, Linda. Welcome into the Eric Zane Show podcast, coming to you from the Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studio. The Eric Zane Show podcast is underway. As you know, this is a daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures each and every day of the work week. Okay. I just, uh, I just discovered who DJ Cumberbund is. I can't play this for you because I'll get... Um, I guess I could play it for you. I don't know. Deal with it. I'm not on Facebook right now for the day. More on that in a second. It's uh, well, that's quite spectacular. Um, Bleeding Heart Brian sent along uh, this incredible mashup that I cannot believe how awesome it is. It's one of my favorites I've ever heard. This is, to me, the only way I can stomach and manage listening to the Cardi B song WAP, which looks like WAP. It, it's WAP. And uh, as you know, this, this song has haunted me for quite some time, being that my side gig, driving limousine, uh, you know, it, it doesn't matter what, what age the women are in the car, they always just crank that song up. I have been driving the car the limousine with uh, uh, teenage girls. And they, and they, they all sing that in unison. And that is probably uh, the most awkward I have been in my entire life. So I cannot stand the song. It's just fucking horrible. I mean, uh, if you, if everything were to be reversed and I've discussed this before, if it was a female limo driver, 
with a bunch of of boys, they wouldn't be singing any song that says, hey, suck my dick, bitch, or something like that. They would never do that. It would never happen. It's only with the women. My God. Ugh. DJ Cumberbun took WAP and Devil Went Down to Georgia by Charlie Daniels Band with little clips of Ben Shapiro, of all people, to make, wow, it is awesome. I will link it. It's a TikTok video, actually. Thank you to Bleeding Heart Brian for sending that along. I must finish this coffee. One more, one more, one more. Okay. Uh, hello to each and every one of you. Uh, you can only, by the way, the Duchess of New Jersey says it's a great mix. It sounds awesome. It really does. It really, it really is good. Um, Looking at some of the comments, again, the show is only being uh, uh, witnessed on YouTube or Twitter today. More on that in a second. Uh, Marcy says, hey, I found you. There you are. Luke is on uh, Twitter. Thank you. Jason Mays says, loving the Facebook comments. You don't see any Facebook comments. Come on. Something just fell. That's embarrassing. (laughs) it's gotta be one of those days uh n says so zane how did you almost get in a facebook or in a in a fist fight that is from earlier in the week and you're gonna have to just go back and listen to it i'm not gonna sit here and, and and relive all that story uh all right kent says zane hey the the fan fell sorry about that you probably thought somebody just died, didn't you? Yeah, you thought. Sorry about that. You want to come in and say hi? No, hi. Okay. Queen of the forest. What now? Oh, they. All right. Hang on a second here. Talked about this in the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast yesterday. Aubrey has no clue. Really. Well, then I need to. I need to re. Okay, I'll. I'll bring these down. Okay. I'll do it later. Okay, you can. Uh... All right. Okay. All right. Um... Derek says, "Can we ask her questions now in front of you?" I don't think so. Okay, listen to this. And I talked about this on the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast yesterday, which, by the way, was great fun. Madison comes walking into this room yesterday when I was kind of just working on some boring stuff. And uh, she says, hey, uh, I have an issue. I go, okay, what's going on? And she says, I opened up my box of tampons. Okay, so just typical packaging. And um, she goes, in the box of tampons were these pictures. And what I have in my possession here is um, a couple dozen uh, high school photographs 
of young women, teenage high school girls, like their graduation pictures. And um, almost like tra- almost like a stack of trading cards. And some of them are, are, are of the same person. And uh, some of them have the year on them, like 2012, 2013. So uh, these are old. Now, the theory is, now, I, I'd never seen this before. I don't, I don't know. And, but I actually do recognize one of the young, Corey Wright, score. Um, I do recognize one of the young women as a daughter of a friend of the family. So I'm, and, and then I, I'm kind of doing the math, and I think, I think these uh, pictures were given to um, Jackie's old boyfriend, Ernie. Okay. And, uh, you know, as like, hey, it's, it's uh, you know, you like exchange pictures with your friends in high school. So I think these are his, but I'm not positive on that. All right. So that mystery is kind of solved. And I don't know if I'll ever get to the bottom of that one. But why are they in a box of tampons in Madison's bathroom? That means someone m- must have found these. And then put them inside of the box of tampons. So, all right. The theory was um, yesterday in the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast, the Queen of the Forest joined me. And she goes, okay, well, I might know what's up. Okay, what? And my son's better half, the mother of my grandchildren, Aubrey, comes over from time to time. And we give her a few bucks and she cleans, which is great, by the way. And Diana says, well, maybe she got her hands on them and didn't know what to do with them. So she just kind of dropped them in there. I go, oh, all right. Uh, and Josh or uh, Nick writes, creepy. Uh, Corey says, so how old are these tampons? The tampons are fresh. That's what's weird. These must have been dropped in a fresh box of, of unopened tampons. Luke writes WTF and says, ask yourself, do you really want to get to the bottom of that mystery? I suggested to Diana that my brother-in-law, the NFK, stumbled upon these pictures of 17 and 18-year-old high school girls from 10 years ago that used to belong to Ernie, and he's feverishly pounding his pud, and then uh, he puts, oh, yeah, this is a good spot to... Now, that, that, that's a wild theory. That, that's probably not the case. Josh says, I always put photos that want to be hidden in a spot where I know it will be looked at at least once a month. Stevie says, that's so weird. Nick says, maybe make a milk carton with one of the girls on the side of it. Mark says, NFK for sure. The Duchess of New Jersey which, uh, has ew, ew, ew. Dirk says, definitely don't put a handful of pictures on a dresser. You always stuff those into tampon boxes. <laughs> Chris. Chris says, oh, no, don't blame the NFK. Terry says that is a very fucking gross theory. Well, I, look, uh, probably not the case. But Tandy writes, oh, you just said what I was thinking. Uh, uh, 
This person says, is Ernie all there? Well, I don't think Ernie did anything wrong. You know, sometimes when you when you have friends, you get their high school pictures, and there you go, you know? I mean, that's, that is a thing. Corey says, the NFK is the farting dog of the family. My God. All right. So, and then Diana just came in here, and she says she reached out to Aubrey, and Aubrey says, I have no clue what you're talking about. So, okay, someone got these pictures, and someone put them in a box of tampons. And it can only be Eric, Diana, Madison, or the NFK. And I know it ain't me, and I know it ain't her, and Madison came to me. So the NFK had to touch these pictures. Hang on, I wonder if any of them have feces smeared on them. Very, very odd. We will, uh, I will continue to update you on the uh, particulars of this mystery. Okay. The Facebook fight. What is going on, Eric Zane? Why are you in Facebook jail? This is annoying. Okay. It all started with... Every day, um, I'll take a story that I talk about. Schaefer says, call the NFK up to the studio and let's get to the bottom of this. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Marcy says, do they smell like peanut butter? LOL. Maybe something from the Ham's beer. Uh, shit howitzer all over them. I don't know. Man, I'm telling you, this is going to be a wild weekend with all these people coming over and offering uh, uh, peace offerings to the NFK. All right, more on that in a second. I'm getting ahead of myself. It's a, be- it's a beautiful Friday show. I'm excited about having Ed Ryan on here from Radio Inc. So I'm getting all this. Okay. It's going to be a tale of two Eric's today because you've got Eric talking to the audience doing a show. Like right now, doing what I always do every day with an I don't give a fuck attitude to a little bit different, I think, because um, Ed is going to be on here from this publication called Radio Inc. He's been a uh, writer uh, uh, for that publication forever. It's a trade industry publication for radio people. And uh, I've known him for a little while. And he says, I want to interview you on my Radio Inc. podcast. I'll be live um, And so he's going to be joining me on this show and then putting it out to all of his audience. So I guess I will be on Facebook. You can actually watch on on his end if you want. Just look it up, Radio I-N-K, and uh, there you go. So uh, I'm looking forward to that. Kenny writes, whatever happened to the joystick and mini Super Nintendo that he made for me? What's that called, a raspberry? I still got it. I still got it. It's in the uh, camper. Where was I? Okay, Facebook fight. Facebook jail. Oh, my God. I am banned from Facebook until this evening. I got a 24-hour ban because of something I said. The exact line that I said was, I know it. I've been doing this for how long? And I make one crack about an anorexic crack whore 
because who can eat 50 hot dogs and the whole world goes nuts. That was the line that somebody reported and I was put in Facebook jail for bullying and intimidation. I know it. I've been doing this for how long? I make one joke about an anorexic crack whore who can eat 50 hot dogs and the whole world loses its mind or something something to that effect. Next thing that I know, I know I wanted to go back to the Facebook fight. Somebody was uh, uh, attacking me. And then I noticed that my, uh, my response didn't go through. And then it says, you are a bully. And you have been banned from Facebook for 24 hours. You cannot post shit. I'm like, ah. So this all started with uh, a simple post that I made. I usually take the stories that I talk about, one or two, and uh, I, I put them on my uh, website, and then I'll link them up on Facebook. And the one that I parked on for yesterday was a picture of this competitive eater. I don't know what the fuck her name is, who um, came to the corner bar in Rockford, Michigan, nearby here, and set a record for amount of... She sat down in a record amount of time and consumed... Like 50 hot dogs, something disgusting. And, and, I, and I hate competitive eaters. I can't stand this. It's so disgusting. And uh, so I put on Facebook. Uh, okay, how did I word it? I want to make sure I get this right. This, th- this was it. Competitive eating skank grosses out locals in nearby Rockford, Michigan. And then it was a picture of her, and she's all tatted up, and her hair is like 10 colors, and it's shaved. She's super skinny. You can count her ribs. She looks disgusting. She is disgusting, and that's it. So I said what I said, and then one, one, it started out innocently enough. Joey Williamson says, oh, yeah, man, I, I ate 10 hot dogs. Okay, great. And I think that's it, you know. But one in particular uh, one one uh, lady, she reaches out, and uh, she adds the comment, Why is she a skank? What makes her a skank, says Debbie Smith. Would you call a guy who did this a nasty name, too? And of course I would. I can't stand competitive eaters. And I, I guess the point of all this is, who gives a shit what I say? Because I, I make fun of everybody. Oh, my God. That's, that's what I've been doing for forever. But when you throw it out on Facebook, it seems like for me in particular, I've got a mixed bag that follow me. I would love to have it just people who want to beat the shit out of her and say stupid things about her and uh, and have fun with it and roast her. OK, which is all that this is. OK, I don't I don't know anything about this woman. I don't give a shit about this woman. Who cares? She's a gross competitive eater. Who cares? Doesn't matter. But Debbie parks on the fact that I called her a skank. Uh, so, all right, I see that, and I responded with, shut the hell up. And I got a big reaction, and then she tells her brothers or her husband and everybody with the same last name of Smith and, and whoever that she can reach out to comes after me with, fuck you. And then this guy, Trevor, uh, writes, uh, uh, you're a misogynist. You don't like being called a misogynist. Todd's like, uh, what? He didn't even spell it right. 
And then uh, I, I referring to all these guys, I wrote, oh, great. I got all the sisters in this whole GD family in on this action. And then, uh, and then it doesn't take long, okay, for the audience members or the people that are responding to anything I say that they don't like. Very quickly, and Joey pointed this out himself, that usually what they do is they go to, ha, you got fired. And it's like, oh, God, is that it? Is that all you can do is park on the foot? You realize I have been working here for two and a half years um, during a pandemic, uh, surviving quite well and doing okay, paying for vet bills. And all you can do is say you're a loser because you got fired. It's like, dude, that was it's ancient history. Uh, and that's what Trevor said. What's it like being so useless and, and, and unfunny? You got fired from FBHW so hard, you've been erased from the show's history. Uh, well, uh, it, it is what it is, I, I guess. You want to know what's, what, what it's like? It's, uh, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so that's that. And Trevor, um, after he says that, that, that happened many times in this Facebook brawl. Joey writes, I love the logic of the idiots in this page. Eric says something you don't like. Keyboard warriors bring up Freebird and Hot Wings like it happened yesterday. And it's like, yeah, it happens every time, man. Kind of the nature of the beast. All right. Um, and so this continues. Uh, Allison writes, Eric, I hope you've got the Facebook fight song ready for tomorrow's show. Gotta love people who have clearly never listened to your show and have no clue. Uh, folks, people literally pay this man to roast them and their friends on Cameo, and it's absolutely hilarious. Just listen to the show a couple of times, and you'll get it. So people are really taking this seriously that I referred to this chick as a skank. Uh, Brian's, uh, uh, Kenneth writes, damn, Zane, straight up. You fell off, man. I don't know what you did or said to get canned from Freebeer and Hot Wings, but your turnaround hasn't panned out, he writes. <laughs> Okay, I wrote, okay, hey, thanks for the career review. I appreciate that. This guy, Brian, uh, he really went hard. He uh, uh, using washed up, unfunny old man whew, whose only talent has been to say things that normally functioning people would never say. Thank you. You said you got it. He supposedly has morals and follows Christ, though. Of course I follow Christ. Are you telling me? Okay, Brian, that everyone who's followed Christ has never told someone to go fuck themselves. That's why Jesus loves me. Okay, because I do. He knows that. He's like, oh, that Eric, he's such an asshole. He is such an asshole. Um, all right. I will say that it was coming in hot and heavy. I was, I was handling it the way I want to handle it because when it comes to these things, Usually you'll get a lot of people who don't pay attention to me uh, at all during the week. And then you say one thing about somebody like this. Refer to this, this crack whore as a skank. And that's it. Forget the fact that this crazy bitch sits there and stuffs 75 hot dogs into her face. Not that that's a terrible thing for the world. It's just gross. Okay? That's why I can't stand competitive eaters. That's the point of all this. Um, this guy, Brian goes hard instead of calling her a skank and arguing about it on Facebook. You should be finding content for your radio show. Oh, wait, 
That's right. No one listened to you, so they dumped you again, he writes. Uh, he, this guy even goes after Kenny, this Brian guy. He says uh, something to the effect of, yeah, you, I, I used to listen, but then you put Kenny on too much. It's like, holy shit, you're going after Kenny of all people? What the fuck is wrong with you? So this guy pulls Kenny into it. Oh, the nerve. Tim D. Uh, <laughs> Kenny. Kenny actually chimes in with a weepy emoji. Tim D writes, uh, Eric, he's from White Cloud. They bathe by letting the dogs lick the dirt off. So now finally some of the Zaniacs are getting involved into this. Oh, my God. Incredible. Let's see. Ross writes, Brian. Bruh, I'll never understand why people hate follow people on Facebook or social media in general. You obviously hate Zane, so why are you here? Does hating on someone get you off or something? Normally, I don't look at people's profile, by, but judging by the fact that this is uh, Ross Lemon, uh, judging by the fact you support Bernie, you're, you're, what's wrong with that? Your, your judgment is clearly not the best. Brian says, well, I actually unfollowed after he posted this. So that was the straw that broke the camel's back. So Brian follows me all these years, okay? And I refer to an ugly crack whore competitive eater as a skank. And <laughs> that's what caused him to unfollow. All right. There's a couple more uh, high points. David's a skank. I haven't heard that term in 25 years. Thanks for the flashbacks to elementary school. Ken Marquardt, quite the hill you chose to die on. Oh, yeah, I'm going to die on this hill. Um, he says, I guess keep doubling down and see how it works out for you. Seemed to work out well at your last gig on radio. Oh, my God. Okay, so... I'm kind of bouncing around here on the Facebook war. Pellerito gets in with Smith is a skanky name. Holy shit. Dean, boring Dean writes, Mel uh, Mike Pellerito, do you know what uh, Smith stands for? Skank mother in training. What the fuck, guys? Tim D says Deb Smith, who started it all, doesn't have a picture on her profile for a reason. You ever do that? You see somebody who has like a flower or something like that, or I don't know, uh, a barn. You just immediately assume that they're disgusting. I do that all the time. All right. This beast, Jen Fry, uh, weighs in with... Okay, after I called her a skank, Jen Fry was in early on the war. She takes up a side with the, with the skank, the hot dog eater. Can you believe this? I'm fighting over a fucking whore who eats hot dogs for a living. What the fuck is going on? Jen writes, let him call me a skank to my face and see what happens. Now, my pal Jen Belgraf, uh, she's trying to, you know, Calm this down. It says, you know, Eric's an equal opportunity offender. 
Uh, you know, I, I know Eric well enough to know that if, if uh, he'd have a colorful noun for a man who shoveled hot dogs into his face, too. It's true. I, I would. But these are all people who don't really pay attention to me 99% of the time. And then, you know, this happens and then the whole world goes crazy. So, again, uh, Jen Fry says, let him call me a uh, call me a skank to my face and see what happens. So what do I do? I immediately go to Jen Fry's Facebook profile and I take a look at her. And she's an absolute fucking tackle on the Green Bay Packers. She is a fucking beast. She's massive. We are talking some real power. This lady, if Aaron Rodgers said hike, uh, okay, if she were a guard, she would take a step back and pull to the right with the tight end and maybe a fullback, and they would plow the road. And the, and the halfback would go for 90 every time. So this fat bitch makes that comment. I see her, and I'm like, all right, well, I can't let this slide. I go, Jen, Jen Fry, I just checked you out. You do not look like a skank, so no problem there. However, you do look like you like to eat hot dogs. She wrote, I feel sorry for your mother. And I wrote, I say the same about your mom's birth canal. Because you know that thing was like the Grand Canyon when uh, Jen and her heifer head came flying through. Uh, Jamie says maybe he's afraid to another member of the Smith clan. Maybe he's afraid he'll be fired from his own podcast. That's the thing. I am uncancelable. So that is why I am doubling down on these fucking assholes. Well, the only thing that can cancel me is what happened. I'm in Facebook jail. Because as this all unfolded, I made the comment and uh, about, oh my God, I can't believe it. I made this comment about a crack whore and all of a sudden I'm in Facebook jail. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. And somebody turned me in and, uh, and then that's it. So I have to be more careful about what I write. Uh, frankly, that's all an algorithm that does that. They're just looking for uh, various inflammatory words that take place. And uh, then, and then it, uh, it, it shuts you down. You can get on here and say, like I am right now, on the other platforms and normally on Facebook, whatever the fuck you want to say. No one's going to take the time to click on it and listen to the words. I don't give a shit about that. Um, Regis writes, come on, man. Like we never have given Zane shit at random for all the wieners he slurped down. He should be able to give as good as he takes. Carry on, Zane. There you go. Becky, who gets it, writes, I'm dying laughing at these comments. How can you take things so seriously and allow yourselves to be offended by Zane? It's like this is your first time learning of Eric and you don't know that this kinda is his thing. That was when I weighed in with the comment that got me uh, put in Facebook jail for 24 hours. Dana McDonald says they're all Karens. So to all of you bitches who sat there and complained because I called this crack whore a crack whore, fuck you. Fuck off and die. 
Uh, Paul wrote, I heard she's an AA, the hot dog eater, and a recovering addict. Does competitive eating to stay happy? Well, she should go back to drinking because that's less disgusting than the hot dog eating. There, what do you think of that, Paul? Who knows? Maybe we'll get another DMX-level apology from old Zayner about this. Fuck no. Fuck you and fuck her. Horrible. Unbelievable. Wow. So thank you for jumping over to YouTube and hanging out with me on on the live show today. All right. Shelly says people are stupid. Kate says this is absolutely crazy. Damn it, Eric. You should have said a whore that takes hot dogs in every hole. Josh says, I'm glad you're on other platforms so I don't have to use that rubbish site. Well, you know, whatever it takes, I don't care how you get the show. Uh, It was gross. It was horrible. I hate competitive eaters. I stand by my words. And she'll probably end up uh, uh, going back to, uh, to, to being an addict at some point. I don't, I don't know what's worse. Okay. So at the end of uh, today, I will be out of Facebook jail. How to get this show. Normally, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter for the live show. On Facebook, you can follow the show at Eric Zane fan page. Uh, Facebook.com slash Eric Zane fan page on Facebook brought to you by Irvine's auto repair, Grand Rapids hybrid and EV. When it's up, share it and like it. Twitter, a Periscope video brought to you by Blue Frost IT retweet with a nasty comment, please. YouTube new sponsor Monday. Uh, I'll be talking about that starting Monday. I'll introduce the sponsor sometime today on, well, I guess I can't do it. I'll have to do it in the evening on Facebook. Uh, Eric St. Show on YouTube. Subscribe to the channel, bell notification, and thumbs up button, please. I'm on Instagram, brought to you by the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. I rarely post to it, but it's still there. And as always, you can reach out to me with an email, eric at ericzaneshow.com on the Shoreliner Striping Inbox. Thank you. Uh, a lot of work to do today as I have some free audio um, that I have to uh, post. Um, the Lost Zane recordings, both to Patreon and the uh, shorter free view from my days at 107.3 WBBL. Also, the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast is going to be released today in audio form on Patreon. We had a great time last night. Um, with a probably our biggest audience, live audience for that show. And, um, you know, there's so much stuff that gets put up on Patreon. But that, to me, is so exceptional. If, anything, if we've gotten anything out of the pandemic, it's that. Bringing all these people in here and realizing that, you know, um, we can be and have people from all different parts of the country in one spot. Zoom was a thing before the pandemic. I think that's got to be the biggest winner 
of, uh, of, of things, good things that have come out of the pandemic. That whole uh, entity is probably the biggest thing in the world now. So we bring, uh, we bring in people via Zoom who want to join me on the Patri- Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. We had a great time last night. We did it on Thursday because Ben's got a rehearsal dinner tonight and then a wedding over the weekend. So we got to uh, hammer it out yesterday. Okay, I can barely think right now because one of the drawbacks of doing the show with the dogs in here is occasionally they fart and that just happened. And the uh, uh, level of concent- concentrated sulfur in my brain is just through the roof. Come on. Amanda thinks that Ben cheated on, uh, we, we play this game called Bet on Ben. There is no way Ben would have done that, Amanda. I, you you, you got to look at the circumstances here. Ben would never cheat on that because he's got nothing to lose and he would never want to, um, he, he would only want to give his genuine response or a wild guess. And I believe by his reaction, when the, the question was something to do with um, who was the 1976 film Goodbye Norma Jean based on, which... To the average person, that is a simple question. And um, Blue State Rob from New Jersey said um, he's not going to get that. And Ben was like, "Uh, I don't have any idea who that is. Goodbye, Norma Jean. And then he, after he hemmed and hawed about it for a while, and he's holding his microphone in one hand, his other hand is free. Amanda thinks he kind of like hunted and pecked and got the answer, and then threw out Marilyn Monroe, because he did. And um, it was a wild guess, and he got it right, and then that was the end of the game, because he got it right, and Rob said he's not going to get it, so the answers didn't match. Amanda is accusing Ben of cheating in the game, and I think there's no way that he would do that. Jason says it's based on an honor system. He might not have a wife, but at least he has his honor. I think that's true. I, I don't think there's any way that, that he cheated on that. Yes, easy to everybody else in the audience. Everybody knows that Marilyn Monroe is Norma Jean. Come on. But Ben was like stumped. He had no idea. All right. As always, too, I want you to get the audio podcast. These are all, when, when I say, hey, follow this, follow that, these are all uh, ways, things that don't cost you a dime that help my show, that help the show grow, okay? Uh, so if you ever want to catch the show, the audio podcast, you know, honestly, even if you don't listen to it and you just, maybe you get the show live through the uh, uh, video platforms, if you subscribe to the audio podcast, that is a huge win for all of us here in the Eric St. Show podcast household. Uh, so if you download it on Apple Podcasts, if you subscribe on Spotify, if you subscribe on any of the other platforms, all of them, that, ha- I mean, I actually get cash in my pocket. It's only, I swear to God, only two cents <laughs> per download. But if you multiply that times however many I get during a day, that it works out to a pretty fair amount of cash. And uh, so that's that's you. It doesn't cost you anything. So if you subscribe to the audio podcast, actually, hey, I am. You hit the subscribe button on the audio podcast. Holy shit! It is really going to move the meter for your old pal Eric. 
So thank you very much for that. If you've done it in the past, if you haven't, please do it. Okay. I've got just over 24 hours to prepare for the first ever Zaniac Appreciation Party. My amazing, thoughtful, friendly, dickish audience members um, will be heading to this house, lining the streets with their uh, with their old beat-up sled cars, parking in my driveway and leaking oil all over the place, wandering to the backyard, and we're going to have a pool party. I'm cooking for all of you. This is a working party. I do request that if you're coming, I think Sarah said it uh, yesterday, if you do have bag chairs, bring them. Because, you know, come to think of it, I, I only have so many, and I don't want people not to, like, not be able to sit. All right? Uh, we'll probably have 30, maybe a, maybe a handful more. You can come whenever you want. You can leave whenever you want. Uh, we'll start having people arrive. Uh, what did I say? I think I said three. Yeah, about three o'clock. Uh, we'll eat probably sometime between five and six. Uh, Melinda and her lesbian lover will be here early along with Jessica and and there are, so four ladies from Tennessee are coming all the way up here to help me get set up and I am so putting them to work okay I'm gonna have them do uh, clean the garage you got to mow the lawn she goes hey can we show up to help yeah absolutely start mowing I'm gonna put you to work probably not that but uh, so that's cool and then you know, we're going to be cooking the uh, Slaughter the Turks shish kebab. Hope you like that. Um, steak, chicken, shrimp, all the vegetables. Uh, we're gonna, I'm going to make the Slaughter the Turks Armenian meatballs and sauce, spaghetti. I know those two don't go, but who cares? Bring your food. If you're coming, bring your food, bring your drink. Uh, we're going to add it to the pile. It's going to be a full-on bash. Uh, bonfire, cornhole, you name it swimming uh i've got insurance in case anybody drowns we're good i cannot wait to see you all some people i will have never have seen before and you're gonna walk in like uh chris k i don't i don't even know if i've ever interacted with chris k chris k is supposed to be here some of you i'm like oh, yeah come on in i don't care so here you go uh judging by the success of this will help with the planning of the eric zane show uh podcast zaniac appreciation part appreciation party number two up at Fear Bunker North in beautiful Grayling, Michigan, which the the, the thought process on that is tenting. Um, if you guys have sex in your tents, I want you to be quiet. I don't want to hear it. Uh, please don't fall in the fire. We're going to go canoeing. We're going to go to the beach maybe. It's going to be, it's like I am the ultimate camp counselor at that event. I'm actually looking more forward to that one. Man. Sam says your party sounds like a super spreader event. I think we're past super spreading. Okay. But still, there is potential, I guess. All right. Um, I, I have to say, though, at some point, I'm going to want to go to bed. So just let, I'm, I'm just letting you know that if it starts to get later in the evening, like 10, 11, that, that's very late for me. Okay, if we're past 11, I'm going to be looking at you with a raised eyebrow. And I'm going to be like, all right, get the fuck out of here. 
And if it comes down to the fact that it gets that late, I am just going to look at you and say, all right, you go home. Get out. Get the hell out. I'm going to bed. Everybody get the fuck out of here. Go home. Get off my property. I'm just going to tell you that straight up. There's going to be no politeness whatsoever. Get out. Um, all right. Hold on a second. Oh. I guess more than one person sent me the WAP. Uh, uh, what do you call it? Not Hank Williams Jr. What's the guy's name? Devil went down to Georgia. What's his name? Toby Keith. I just mentioned it. Charlie Daniels. WAP Charlie Daniels was sent by not only Bleeding Heart Brian, but Fuckface Nick. All right. Uh, okay. N says, oh, no, Eric, I'm going to pull up in an RV right outside of your house. Then I'm going to be like Randy Quaid in Christmas Vacation. Shut up. My God, what is your problem? Okay. Um, I think that's it. I think that's all I have for you on the open. I'd love to help your business, though. Uh, if you have a business that would love to be featured, uh, that you'd like to be featured on the Eric St. Joe podcast, reach out to me. That's right. That's what I was going to tell you. This one jackass on the Facebook fight, before I get to the sponsor read, on the Facebook fight, this one idiot... Um, I, I, I love this. This is, this is the best part about the podcast because you see when you're in radio and you have sponsors, you know, you have a mixed bag of people that can try to pull the rug out from under you. And it's quite effective. If you say something that people don't like on radio, Anybody can reach out to one of your sponsors and just say, hey, what do you think about this? And give you the old out of context thing and trip you up because then the sponsor calls the sales rep and says, hey, man, uh, hey, what, what's going on there? And then the next thing you know, the uh, um, sponsor has canceled and then you're in trouble with management because of something you said. I can tell you that if I was on the radio and uh, I talked about this story. I would have absolutely called her a crack whore skank. Absolutely. Without a doubt. And then the shit would have hit the fan. That's the problem. Radio people have to be very, very careful what they say. I don't. And I won't. And uh, so some guy says, and I forget his name. He's been a problem before. He's, he actually floated this out to me on the Facebook comments. So uh, what would your sponsors think about this? And I wrote, well... Uh, I don't know. Call them up and ask them and they will tell you to go fuck yourself. And they will. And he wrote interesting strategy. Yeah. Well, dude, it's a great strategy because my sponsors, we're all on the same page. They know. Are you telling me that you think for one second, you motherfucker, that these people don't have an idea of what I do on this show? Are you, is this, you think, you think there's somebody who's a sponsor of my show who goes, uh, I had no idea he's telling people to go fuck themselves every single day on the show. I did not know. Get the fuck out of here. I tell, I, I send him the audio. I go, listen to this. Here's what I ate, Joe Martinez. Here's when I told this guy to go fuck himself. He doesn't care. Nobody cares. They do not care. 
I warrant you think that are you insinuating that when I sell somebody a sponsorship, I, I say to them, it's a wholesome show and I do sweet things. I thought the first thing I tell them. So I want you to know if you're considering buying a marketing plan on my show every day, I have a, uh, a, a guarantee that I will tell someone to go fuck themselves. Every, are you okay with it? I don't give a shit. Okay, good. That's the first thing I do, you dumb fuck. What was that, guys? It was, uh, I think, um, as it went yesterday and unfolded, I didn't even know this was happening, but on Zaniacs United, which is uh, a Facebook group for people who like to discuss the show, it's like my own version of Reddit. And I, I don't look at it that much, but I'm an admin on it. Um, so one of the, uh, one of the members posted, oh my God, Zane is, uh, is, is tweeting or is not tweeting is, is posting. I can't even find it right now. And actually took the screenshot of that moment in time. Pellerito, when I was announced in Facebook jail, put on Zaniacs United Update. Just got word from Eric. He's in Facebook jail for a while. Please listen tomorrow from YouTube or Twitter. He will be released from jail in 24 hours. And he posted my actual uh, mugshot from when I got arrested, which is hysterical. In fact, I should probably show that to you. If you haven't yet seen it. Zaniacs United. uh, If you ever want to join Zaniacs United, um, all you got to do is request, and somebody will let you in. All right, let me uh, share screen here so you can check out check this out. And says if Diana had a dollar for every time Eric tells someone to go fuck themselves, they'd be trillionaires. That's true. So here you go. That's me in uh, my senior year of high school. My God, I look different. The nose is the same, but that's about it. I'm a little boy. Um, I'm guessing all the ones he chose to pick fights with reported them all at once. Facebook won't have that. (laughs) Um, to be fair, though, jealousy has never looked on Eric as often as it happens. It never looks pretty when he gets jealous over others, getting more notoriety and clicks than he does. So he goes way overboard and tries so hard to bring the spotlight back to him. It's really sad to see. Wait, jealous of the of the chick eating hot dogs, Donald? Are you crazy? What the fuck? I'm trying to be funny. Um. All right. Kim wrote, LOL, is this a real mugshot from when you were a kid? I need to know the story behind that one. I bet Rob was not thrilled, my dad. Diana wrote, you probably have heard and not remember it and don't remember it. High school scavenger hunt. He got caught with the stuff in his trunk. Everything, everything, everything ended up getting expunged, but he did have to spend the night in jail. So there you go. <sighs> Ladies and gentlemen, I am now going to bring in a, a legend a luminary in the radio industry. Ed Ryan from Radio Inc. How are you, Ed? Good, Eric. How are you? Can you hear me okay? I can. I can. Never better. Never better. Thanks for having me on your show. 
Great, great. We haven't launched on our side yet. I just wanted to make sure it all uh, worked oh, okay. out. Okay. So, well, yeah, I'll, so. tell you, I, I'll tell you what. What I'm going to do is I'm going to go ahead and read a couple sponsors. I'll come back to you. Perfect. Perfect. All right. There you go. All righty. There you go. There you go. Uh, Ed Ryan is uh, he's got the green screen. I wonder what's behind him. Very, very cool. I'll get to Ed in a second. First off, though, as I indicated, uh, I would love to help your business. Send me an email, eric at ericsaintshow.com, and I can tell you how it works on my end. It's quite simple. Uh, everything I do is no pressure. You know, I kind of just let the numbers do the talking, and uh, that's it. You know, I, I, I take my time on this. Everything is a handshake deal. Seems to work. That's kind of why I'm talking to Ed today. He reached out to me, so thank you. Uh, my friends at A&E Heating and Cooling, online at aeheatingcooling.net. Joe Martinez says he would love to install an air conditioner in your home. It's probably the worst thing to think about when the home is hot. And picture this. You're married, and the, and the, and the significant other, your wife, is like, okay. Maybe, maybe you're a, a gay dude with, with your wife or your husband, however that works. I have no idea. And, but someone's upset because the house is hot. Okay, um, stop. You can afford an air conditioning centrally, central air setup. Okay, just reach out to A&E Heating and Cooling. Call or text Joe Martinez at 616-516-8579. That is 616-516-8579. Uh, as I've said many times, get an estimate from two other companies. Does not matter who. May just make Joe the third. And, you know, that's kind of like uh, normal. Doing your diligence. Exploring. If Joe happens to not beat their price, let him know he will. Then you're helping the sponsor, which in turn is helping me, and everybody wins. The show continues to grow, so thank you so much. If you ever get in trouble, like after hours and the uh, AC is not working, call Joe. He can help you. Now, the after hours service call, yeah, that's going to cost you. That's going to happen with anybody because, you know, if Joe is is uh, hanging out at the beach on Saturday and he's got he's to show up to fix your AC, it's going to cost you. 125 bucks just to get him to leave the house. But then it's got to get fixed for you. So just remember, Joe, 616-516-8579. Cornhole America invites you to buy their cornhole boards from anywhere in the U.S. They can ship them anywhere. Now, this is a company near where I live. But, again, they ship boards out anywhere in, uh, in the U.S. And these are the last set of cornhole boards you will ever buy. You could even... Get a Radio Inc. logo on your set of cornhole boards. Uh, Ed, you could get you could you could you could put Ed's face onto a set of cornhole boards. There he is. I mean, screenshot it right now and then put Ed onto a set of cornhole boards from Cornhole America. Online at cornholeamerica.com. And um, the beauty about this is you can put any design onto there, or if you want, you can just put their own logo on there. Yes, these are going to cost more than your average set of cornhole boards that you would buy at um, any store, but they're going to last forever. You will only have to buy one set of cornhole boards made from unbelievably strong materials. And uh, it's just a great story about how this guy all got started. It started with an idea at a party. Hey, I can do that. Then uh, next thing you know, his friends, his buddies, uh, Jason is the guy's name, Jason Duflo, are banging on his door saying, hey, I would love it if you could um, build a set of cornhole boards for me. And then it's like he starts making money off this. It's, it's great. It's, it's, it's an American dream story. And now all this guy does, he's got two CNC machines, which, uh, which take care of all the work for him. And uh, he's able to make his cornhole boards. So thank you very much uh, to Jason. 
for uh, reaching out to me, cornholeamerica.com. All right. I'm going to bring Ed in here. He's probably doing his intro right now with his audience. So this, this is going to go transition from Eric Zane telling people nasty things on the show to being interviewed by Ed Ryan from Radio Inc. Okay, and then I'll be back to finish the show. But you can enjoy this too. So here you go. We're going to pull back the curtain with Ed Ryan. Steve Dahl is doing great with the podcast now. It's a long list of uh, uh, speakers and interviews that kicks off on Tuesday. There's still time to register. All you need to go is go to the Radio Inc. website, and you'll see a box on the right-hand side of the Radio Inc. site, and you will be able to register there. It starts on Tuesday, and it runs Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday of next week. So we want you to uh, register for those three days. The first day is going to be kind of um, – uh, like a uh, beginner's day where we teach you about uh, hosting and good equipment and uh, editing and all the basics to get things out of the way so that you can make money podcasting. And then on Wednesday and Thursday, we have a great lineup of guests that are uh, that are planned there. So uh, go over to the Radio Wink website and uh, check it out and register there. Uh, and right now, I want to introduce our guest for today. He's a uh, former radio host, and now he is a podcaster. So we're going to try and do some crazy technology deal here. Um, we're going to share each other's screens because right now uh, Eric Zane is also on the air doing his podcast from above his garage. And here we go. I think we might have everything set up. All I need to do now is turn on Eric's um, volume. Eric, how are you? Can you hear me okay? I can hear you fine. Can you hear me, Ed? Yes, I hear you loud and clear, except for I see myself twice there in the uh, in the screen so i'm gonna just try to play around here a little bit so eric why don't you first give us a little background on your uh, on your radio history before you got to the podcast well um i'm old so you know it goes back to um uh, toiling and trying for five dollars an hour on rock radio stations on the overnight on the weekend and um you know i i playing dj got a little boring for me and so i went back to school for something entirely different. And then I was going to branch off into the career field that I studied. And then somebody said, Hey, why don't you try mornings? So I was like, okay, I'll try it. And then that led to one thing leading to another typical radio story and, uh, making my way through the industry. And, um, yeah, I, I, I took that about as far as it could go until, um, I wasn't allowed to play anymore. And uh, uh, I, I'm brushing over a lot of the details. I mm-hmm. ended up I ended up uh, getting with a very, very famous, excellent show called Free Beer and Hot Wings. And uh, we all kind of hit it off. And uh, we um, made our way through the industry, kind of figuring things out as we went. And then there was a series of unbelievable circumstances that led to our show being cir- uh, syndicated. And mm-hmm. it's one of the craziest stories ever, Ed. Um, of how that show came to be because we were quite literally finding our way working in New Jersey for a company known as Nassau Broadcasting, okay? And they had us on two stations in New Jersey. So we were kind of like a one, one station on the Jersey Shore. The other one was in Trenton, Philadelphia. Um, and we, we kind of simulcasted it. We weren't making any money or anything like that. Grand Rapids, Michigan comes calling. WGRD says, hey, we want you to do the show here. So this is our home state, Greg, Chris, Eric. Oh, my God. Well, a a lot of craziness. That is a whole nother show about how that came to be. But we ended up being able to do it. And then the stations in New Jersey where they didn't want us to leave, they said, let us continue to carry your show um, like you've already been doing. Mm -hmm. And then um, 
we'll, we'll try to find another morning show. Well, okay, great. We did that. And, um, then after a period of time, it worked. And they said, we're, we're going to keep it going. We're like, Oh my God, we're like a syndicated show now. So with a lot of wonder men and, and, uh, just, just excitement. Then the show started to take off in Grand Rapids because of one move by a very brilliant uh, general manager by the name of Phil Catlett, who in a re- very rare move, he said, I want you to stop playing music because we're playing music and not really taking off. But he said, I think you can pick and choose audience members from different formats with the show. So slowly but surely, we started to boil the frog. And over a period of time, <laughs> we eliminated the music. And no one said a word. In fact, we did, we did it without talking to the other two stations, which was a different management team, and a different company. We didn't even tell them we were doing it. And eventually we were just not playing music and it worked, it worked marvelously. No one said a word. And um, then the show took off in Grand Rapids. The station Nassau Broadcasting put us on in Portland, Maine, and then uh, in Concord Lakes region of New Hampshire. And then we're, we're syndicated. Well, um, okay, that was awesome. Peter Kosan, years later, comes a calling, says, I want to be your syndicator. We were his first show at Compass Media to be syndicated. He didn't even have an office. He had a briefcase. He visited us in Grand Rapids, says, I want to syndicate your show. He, and it, it took off, man. It was, it was absolutely spectacular. It was one of the, uh, I, I look back on that with, um, with excitement. I'm excited just telling you the story about it, even though it ended up, I ended up getting fired from those guys. It was awesome. And that excitement, I still am very, very proud of those days. And uh, eventually though, things got wonky and <laughs> I had to go. That was it. You're out. And then I'm like, Oh, what do I do now? Stayed in radio for about two years at a crosstown station, WBBL. Uh, nobody listened. But I enjoyed it. I enjoyed doing the show, different setup, because I'm now leading a show. I had this really sweet guy named Ben with me. Ben Glaze is his name. And we tried as hard as we could, but that was it. Didn't work. You're out. Two days after I got fired, I was fired on January 4, 2020, 2019. And then January 6, from this spot in an unfinished room, I podcasted. Mm-hmm. And I've been doing it ever since. Now, one of the things I was reading about uh, from a story in a newspaper in Grand, I guess, I guess it was in Grand Rapids or somewhere close by, is that you you kind of uh, admitted it was time for you to go. You weren't you weren't meshing anymore, and you maybe had some issues you had to deal with, and you were very open about that. Yeah, yeah. I, I and I thank you for reaching out at that time with that article. That was huge. Um, I don't get along well with people in a work setting. I'll just say it right now. I I have I marched to the beat of me. And uh, beating my own drummer, and I, I don't, I yell at people. Shut up! What do you, you know? That's me. And uh, I, I kind of just call it as I see it. If I don't like something, I usually fly off the handle. That's a little bit better now because, like you said, dealing with it, I've, um, you know, I've, I've, as I've gotten older, I've figured out that I gotta, I gotta figure this out. I mean, I, I can't say that now it would be the same way if I was in a a work environment for whatever reason. I think I, I think my nose has been rubbed in it enough that I would probably bite my tongue more nowadays. So I think in two and a half years, uh, I'm medicated now. It's all good. You know, I've, I've, I've learned a lot. Now, do you uh, talk to the old guys from the show at all? No, no, it, it, it didn't work out. It, uh, whatever, you know, one of those things where we kind of just, it, there was a time a year ago and it was starting to click just some nice things happened, and I'm thankful for them. My, my mother passed. Uh, they reached out and offered their condolences. There was some personal things on their end. I reached out and offered my 
thoughts on it. And I felt good about that. But over time, I just uh, I just kind of it just kind of had to let it go. Got it. So are you done with radio? Uh, or if somebody came calling and wanted to put you on the morning show, would you pack up the garage there and, and head back to the studio? Yes. Uh, I, I, t- I tell you what, I'll go halfway. I would, but I wouldn't stop doing this. Um, if I could, if they said you have to stop doing the show to be on our radio station. No, I wouldn't do that. This is my primary. Now I've been building this for two and a half years. That would be an accessory to this. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd do it as long as it didn't infringe on this. I, I, I have a very staunch, um, supportive audience who they, they built me the studio. They have put me on their backs and I would never, ever abandon that. Um, uh, of course, now, if, if Howard Stern called me and said I'm retired and, uh, you know, uh, I want you to take over for me, I would have to. They would probably encourage me to do that. But we all know that that's not going to happen. So, um <laughs> Maybe for the summers it would, but uh, for for those that are yeah for those that are listening on our podcast uh, and not seeing the video, Eric is using Restream for his uh, video broadcast. We're using Streamyard and we're out on Facebook and YouTube live. I'm watching some of the comments from your uh, listeners. They talk a lot about frogs for some reason. Is there some kind of inside joke with your viewers and listeners about frogs that that I don't know about? I, I don't know. I'm not sure right. what the hell they're talking about. You know what? I, the, these people, you got to understand, it, it, it's quite a dynamic. Because when you're doing a show with the real-time comments coming in, they're all a little trolly, you know? Yeah. So they, they they have that tendency. So we uh, we For those that on your end that don't know what Radio Inc. is, it's the trade publication for the radio industry. I saw somebody post uh, uh, what is Radio Inc. And the magazine is a print, still one of the few print publications that still goes out. It goes out to all the radio stations and we do daily headlines and we basically talk inside baseball to the radio industry and, and do profiles like what we're doing uh, with Eric. We had uh, Adam Curry on our last cover because we're doing a lot with podcasting now and we're doing a podcasting conference next week. And the podcasting conference next week is uh, all about um, making money, which is really what I wanted to talk to you about now uh, with your show. You know, when you're going into a radio studio, you have a salary, you have um, you know, benefits. If, if you're with a good company, you have benefits, uh, maybe even a 401k. And, and you know, yeah, the, the hours might be long because you have to do production after your shift, but you feel kind of secure. When you start a podcast, you really on your own, you don't have anything and you have to make a living out of it. So how are you doing it? Um, well, to start, um, the hours don't change. You do still work very, very long, hard hours, but it is possible. I will say that I'm very fortunate because being on a heritage show for as long as I was and being that it was syndicated, I had a built-in footprint. Not everybody has that advantage, um, but there are people that do have that. They, you might be on a popular radio show. Who has a great audience? And, you know, uh, unfortunately, the nature of the beast, sometimes the hardest working, most successful radio person can find themselves out of a job. And that sucks. However, uh, in this day and age, especially for that person, I'm not saying that it can't be done for the person who doesn't have a big audience footprint. It sure can. Um, but it, uh, I can only relate to what I experience. And not that what I have is through the roof, gigantic, but it doesn't matter. It is able to sustain me. And I, I've been able to do this for a living with just this during a pandemic, uh, keep the dog vet bills at bay, 
um, support my family um, and, and keep a roof over my head. And that's honestly and uh, what I'm looking to do. So how does that happen? I uh, basically just treated this like a radio station. Um, all I need is a microphone, a few hundred dollars worth of equipment, not that much at all. My setup is very, very basic. And then consistency. Um, and I had it set up where, like when I started, uh, Ed, I did suspect the writing was on the wall a few months ahead of time. So I set up the website, I set up t-shirt sales, and um, I set up a Patreon account, which is essentially a paywall. And Patreon is actually pretty good, in my opinion, because they really take care of everything for you. It's a good platform. They take a small percentage of it. And it's a it's a it's an easy way to get a quick infusion of cash. So when I started on that January 6, 2019, I was just kind of here. I didn't know what the hell I was doing, but I did have those things set up with infrastructure. So right away I'm selling T-shirts and right away I'm doing Patreon. That mm-hmm. allowed me to get me a couple of months of money enough to I didn't have to do anything like to earn a dime. But I said, I'm not going to stop there. And in fact, the first week, I didn't even think I was going to be doing this daily. But there was enough of uh, a level of support from the audience. I said, hey, you know what? Let's do this. Let's not get a job because I was going to sell motorhomes. Honestly, I was going to sell RVs and do this like for fun. Mm -hmm. Screw that. Let's go and actually make it like a viable thing. I was also blessed because some sponsors reached out before I even picked up the phone and said, we want to be in the podcast. I'm like, okay, now we're good. Now we're cooking. So then I was like, okay, I got a couple of months income where I can survive. And then now um, those Patreon numbers are going to fall. First, I was like, oh, they're going to go sky high. I'm going to make millions of dollars. That doesn't happen. They drop off. Uh, and truth be told, the podcast sucked then, in my opinion. I didn't have any chops about how to do this. Monologuing for two hours is not easy. Oh, okay? for sure. For sure. So. I was like, you know, talking in a room and there's awkward moments and, you know, silence and it's, it's bad, you know, and you, when you don't have it figured out, it, it's, it, so it dropped off. People are like, ah, okay, I, I helped out, but, and I thank them for that. And then, you know, every so often I piss somebody off. So pe- more people leave. So, uh, and then it finally leveled off. Okay. It leveled off at a point that was, okay, great. Uh, now I'm going to put sponsors behind this and that's, who's behind me. This wall's filled up with all these, si- all the signage. And I, and I, I, I put a price tag on all this. I put a price tag on everything. I put a price tag on minutes viewed on Facebook, minutes viewed on YouTube and Twitter, uh, analytics for my download of my podcast. I do, um, dynamic ad placement with my platform. I get, I get, uh, I have the, the, the Lowe's ads in the home Depot and I'm not even that big. There are uh, podcasting platforms uh, who you don't have to be big to get the, that type of ad placement. So I'm selling local direct because about 35% of my audience is right here in West Michigan. So I bang on doors on the back half of the day. I sell it out of my car. I, I, I cold call. I do all the same things that sales reps did at radio stations, except I do it. The interesting thing is all those years in radio, when the sales rep comes in and says, hey, I can't sell your show. You're too dirty. You're controversial. And you shrug. Oh, darn. That's that's bad. And you feel bad about yourself. Well, that, uh, that's BS um, because I, I'm a hell, a hell of a lot more controversial now telling people what I think on this with no restrictions. And I'm I'm selling the hell out of this thing. Mm-hmm. It's not it's not an issue at all. That's been honestly, I swear to God. That has not been a hard part of this because I can bang on a door and tell people exactly what I do, what to expect. And here's what I'm bringing. And they go, all right, let's give it a try. And these signs have stayed up behind me because it, it, it works. When you said you're selling Facebook minutes, tell me what you mean by that. Okay. Uh, you, you go into creator studio and then it says insights. You click on that and you can break down minutes viewed. 
um, it's big. It's a, it's a big, healthy number. And that's all they care about. Is that, who are you selling that to? Whoever's interested. So okay. if, if I, I, I give them, I print out one sheets, actual pieces of paper with logos and graphics, just like you did at a radio station, and say, here you go. And you make it simple. Here's the numbers. This is what I have for you. And I just give them that. I don't assume anything. I don't send them pricing with it. I just, I just say, hey, this, if you're interested, let me know. And I can give you, I can put a price tag on that. And I sell it, it for uh, cents on the dollar of radio. The reach is just as far. And um, my, some of these people are moms and pops. They don't have any money. Right. And I, and I, I don't, I, I, I make a killing on it because I don't share it with anyone. Where a salesperson, you know, they're hoping for, they're hoping for the $30,000 ad buy to get a few hundred bucks. Right. You know, I'm putting people in marketing plans for a a fraction of that. Yeah. And I make 10 times what a radio salesperson would make. Right. And you're not sharing it with anybody either. It's not going into anybody else's pocket, but your own, which is, which is great. Now, um, the other thing that's great too, for the local advertisers is, you know, these, you can look as I'm, as I'm reading your trolls, uh, post things up there. My wife and I do a podcast on Saturday morning called beach talk radio. So we have the same, we have the same thing going on. You know, it's hard to keep your eyes off the, the people that are watching. This is your, this is your P one audience. These are your loyal followers. They're with you all the time. And basically they're having conversations off on their own half the time, not even paying attention to the show. So I get that, but They'll also go into those local stores and buy those products and mention your show. Oh yeah, they're the they are the backbone. I they they have uh, carte blanche to say all that stuff and do all all that stuff. And I, I sometimes engage them, like I'll, I'll look at whatever what moron is saying, and uh, you know we we have that interaction, the give and take. That's my that's my let's go to the phones. You know, right, I, right, right. And on, honestly, it was so distracting to me that I used to have a <laughs> sign on the camera that you can't see that said, don't look at comments because there's nothing worse than a podcast when a person like right now, I'm looking right into your eyes and I know that that's a winner. If, if I suddenly look down and I'm reading yeah. and it's silent, it sucks. So, uh, uh- and I say to them, trolls in the nicest possible way. I only mean that in a positive way. So no, I don't want true. anyone I don't want your people to get offended. So you mentioned uh, Patreon before. How many do you have? I went on the Patreon page and I didn't see a number there. A lot of the Patreons that are at the top level are making uh, a crazy amounts of wheelbarrows full of money. So how many do you have? Uh, well, you know, it, it uh, peaked at 450. Nice. And, and uh, that was, like I said, that was enough to give me a and it's five or 10 bucks a month. And um, so I try to put a lot on there, but it, it drops significantly. We're sitting at 300 and, and uh, but it's been steady and that's enough that, like I said, that's a, that's a huge thing for me. They are the number one audience that keeps my house payment paid, which is what I told you in an earlier conversation. Well, I mean, if you tell anybody that, Hey, you, you get a free house from these people because you talk into a microphone. Crazy. Yeah. I'll do that all damn day. And the rest, I just, you know, I'm constantly pushing the Patreon and I put a lot on there. Like I do a, when I get done every day, I do an additional podcast. So that's five of those. I put old stuff from the radio from another, when I used to work in radio up there, I do, um, I do a separate podcast with Ben Glaze, who is my old radio host. And, um, it, it, it just allows so much flexibility. Um, and I, I, I can't stress enough how important that is. Right now, the um, so you got the Patreon, you got the advertising, you're selling the Facebook minutes. So, you you know, you're you're doing you're doing a, a bunch of different things to try and create revenue. 
Uh, what are you doing for marketing to get your name out there? Or is it already out there from all the radio days? Uh, there's plenty of ways to do it. And it's remarkable but because uh, I, I, I'm giving up all my secrets. But a, a good podcaster will do that because the reason why is because First of all, you got to get on other shows. And, I, and on this platform that I have, it's called Red Circle. I'll let you in on, uh, they approached me and they said, hey, uh, I was on an old pl uh, platform called Audio Boom, which became a little bit antiquated. And uh, Red Circle says, we'd love to talk to you about your podcast. I go, well, you know, I mean, I'm not Joe Rogan. I'm uh, uh, 10, 15,000 downloads a week. Uh, what, what would you want with me? And they go, we have lots of shows just like yours, but a lot smaller that are actually making ad revenue. I'm like, what? So I, I, they, I had them tell me, I, I'm actually plugging them and pitching them. They pitched me and they go, you don't have to do anything different. We're just going to put dynamic ads at the beginning of your podcast. And uh, we're going to give you money for that. I go, I don't have to do anything else. No. Okay, great. They also have a thing called a cross promotion. There's thousands of other shows in this platform. You reach out to them and you... Uh, you can put an ad on their show. So I record a, a 30 or a 60 and mm. I'm like, Hey, this is, I, I know you love listening to the so-and-so show, but check out my show. And uh, this is what I do that shows up on their show. And then I play their ad on my show. It's really great. And uh, they, this uh, red circle has taken the idea of podcasting in the platform and made it so that more power is in the creator. And I, I'm really thankful for them. So they're, they're you know excellent. I, I've never heard of Red Circle, so I'll definitely have to reach out to them and see uh, see if we can get them uh, on one of our Friday uh, interviews. It sounds like an yeah. interesting concept to get out there more. There are a couple of uh, uh, tech wizards in L.A. who came mm -hmm. up with the platform, and it's oh man, it is a winner. I'm really really happy with that with that platform. I was just invited to a pool party by one of your listeners there. So that's, uh, I, I can't stop. I can't, I can't stop watching the comments, but, uh, that's so, okay. Uh, yeah. So I hear you're uh, getting ready to run a marathon. Is that correct? Yeah, I do. I do a lot of charity and promotions on the podcast. I do everything a radio station would do. I've been near and dear to the AT children's project. And, um, for years on the radio, that was always kind of it. And so, you know, I, I do these types of things similar to radio. A friend of mine and a listener named Mike Ball, uh, we he challenged me to the Grand Rapids Marathon, actually the half marathon. And so I've been I've been disgustingly out of shape for some time. So I accepted the challenge. The race is October 17th. We're attaching a website to a uh, fundraising website for AT Children's Project. And uh, people are going to you know, pick the winner. They got to donate $25, pick the winner. And whoever wins with the mar biggest margin of victory or whatever picks the time right, uh, you know, get prizes. Typical radio station type of thing, warm and fuzzy. And mm -hmm. it, it's awesome. It's, it's really it's something I'm looking forward to. Cool. So anything else you want uh, the Radio Wink audience to know about how you transformed yourself from a successful radio host to a, uh, a podcaster uh, in your in your garage, in your above your garage, um, you know, I th I think it was all kind of that uh, hustle and grind mentality. Um, I I I didn't really shy away from that. Um, I th I'm thankful that my wife helped me through it, and the audience, and the medicine, because I'd have had so much anxiety, I wouldn't have made it through. But I don't know. I think I think the uh, there was something about that struggle, and there still is, because I I have to work very hard being one man show, but I love it, man. And I think that I'm very fortunate to have this tech setup 
to be able to do it. Because, you know, 20 years ago, Ed, radio people just wither away and they die. They don't have mm-hmm. any place, they have any outlet, and they're, they're dependent upon whatever radio company to put them on. So, you know, uh, use that to your advantage. And I think if any radio person is is smart, establish your platform, build it ahead of time. So there's no there's no drop off if the if something bad happens, you can get right after it. There is a place for you. And if anybody in the radio industry ever wants to reach out to me, I'd love to walk you through it. Uh, I'll, I'll you know I'll, I can very easily do that. Just reach out Eric at EricZaneShow.com, and um, you know I I you know be happy to walk you through it. And to answer your uh, your your Charles question, I can do a hundred in less than a minute. So um, I'll probably <laughs> tell you what that is later. So the uh, the last question, Eric, is exactly how much money are you making from the show? Okay, um, I'll give you this. I'm not going to tell you exactly. Come on but- now, just between us. <laughs> <laughs> you bastard. Uh, when my last year on WBBL, uh, Cumulus, they had cut my pay in half. No like kidding. I signed with a certain amount of money, and then I was like, all right. And then they actually cut it in half. And I'll, I'll go this far with you because I shared this with the audience. Um, last year, I grinded. I mean, I worked and worked and worked, sweating it. Oh, boy, oh, boy. You know, and, and um, it wasn't until tax time. When I, I, you know, you have to add up how much you made. And I went, holy crap. And I did the math again. I made 20,000 more than my last contract with BBL, which it wasn't that great of a contract, but I was immensely proud of that because I said, oh my God, you know, that was, that was a big win for me because that was, it's kind of like, oh man, you, and I had no idea. And that's, I think part of it. Don't look at any numbers. Just go, go, go. Don't waste your time on anything. Just sell the hell out of it and, and, and focus on it, you know? All right, Eric, always great talking to you. Appreciate your time, man. Have a great show and uh, tell your folks there. I said uh, it was great talking to them and uh, not your real folks, your, your folks in the. Oh, yeah. Room there, so, oh uh, yeah. They're 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 In fact, I'm having a pool party this weekend, a, a Zaniac appreciation party at my house. Audience nice. are coming over. So it's gonna nice. Be All right. All right. Eric Zane, everybody. And it's the Zane show, Eric Zane show podcast. Check it out. He's, he's a really cool guy and the show is awesome. Sitting in front of a microphone for that long is not easy to do. And we appreciate his time very much. Eric Zane, the Eric Zane show podcast. Thank you. You are uh, listening to uh, radio Inc live. It's something that we do every Friday and we're going to. All right. How about that? That was fun. What the hell were you guys doing to Ed? God, I'm going to take him off. All right, let me go back. See what happened here. Bye, Mr. Clean. See ya, Ed. I think Ed's handsome. Thanks, Ed. He's a really cool guy, says Chris. (laughs) Mark says, that dude was juiced. What the hell were you guys doing? Uh... No, I don't want to go back and looks like there was a war between Kyler and Amanda. Nick says, we love you, Zane. Keep grinding, brother. Thank you. Boy, you guys were just killing it. What a bunch of jackasses you are. Someone goes to boot camp, gets yelled at by a drill sergeant. They reveal a shirt that says Eric Zane insulted me first and act unfazed. Yeah, whatever. Uh, Kyler says Eric has no spine because he thinks his neck cracks 
thinks his neck cracks like an egg dumbass. Kyler, has anyone ever tell, told you that when you write, you seem R-word? You were distracting Ed, you a-holes. Tell him about the hot dog skank story. Yeah, I don't know if that would have worked. I'm on with other people in, in, the, in the radio industry. I don't, I don't know if that, was, that would be a good idea. Uh, Eric is the Odie to our Garfield. We beat the hell out of him, but we love him dearly. Staunchly loyal. We may be strays, but we are fiercely loyal. Well, absolutely. They, you, you guys are my, are my uh, absolute life essence. Oh, no, he's spying on us. That's, that's when you figured out that, <laughs> that Ed was checking you out, you assholes. All right. Uh, he should advertise this live to streamer. Ed is jacked. What is Radio Inc.? All right, there you go. I'm anxious to see how that came off on his end. Thanks for trying to throw Ed off, you dum-dums. That was fun. I was lucky to have uh, been able to have been a part of it. All right. Uh, where am I? Uh, Cameo. I would love you to join me on Cameo. Cameo.com slash Eric Zane. That's a good time. It's been way too long since I've done a Cameo. Uh, another way that I move the meter. That is with Cameo.com slash Eric Zane. I will roast anybody. I will be nice if you want. Whatever you need me to do. Hire me on Cameo. I will say this again. No one does a Cameo like me. Uh, you know, uh, you, 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 I, have, uh, I have the utmost confidence that I am the absolute best at it. You hire anybody else, they're just going to go, hey, yeah, happy birthday to you. Thank you. Give me $300. Mine are only $15.99. Uh, I don't dare charge any more than that. I'm embarrassed to charge even that. $15.99 for a Cameo. And uh, you can hire me at Cameo.com slash Eric Zane. Thank you to Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Find them at uh, Irvine's.com, E-R-V-I-N-E-S.com. Call them, 616-532-6600. If you need your vehicle repaired anywhere in West Michigan, they are the best. You have a trusted source. I swear by them. I take our cars there. It's a family-run business. Uh, The lady who's running the show, Jamie, oh, my God, absolute dynamo. Incredible mother, veteran, uh, wife, lady, shoo, business owner, Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV, 616-532-6600, repairing domestic, Asian, and European models, anything you need to get your vehicle running. And uh, as I like to say, don't take my word for it. Call upon them and uh, at Irvine's.com, E-R-V-I-N-E-S, and look at their Google reviews. They mean so much. Well done. Sometimes I'll look and there's someone who gets shitty with them and says, hey, man, these guys suck. And they're like, yeah, tell us what the problem is. And then you don't hear a response. They don't even respond. It's because, you know, they got them. You got to respond to the Google reviews. Van Dyke Mortgage, the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage, 231-332-6505. The multi-talented Mario and his staff want to get you into a mortgage, whether your credit is outstanding or miserable. They can help. Okay, 
Truth be told, I've said this many times before, not every person who does mortgages is created equal. Because if you're the first-time mortgage guy, you're 24 years old, you got a young wife and kids, and you've never had a mortgage before, your credit is like almost non-existent, you're very low on the credit uh, chart or whatever, he's going to go, all right, let me get you into a mortgage. It's not going to be your best mortgage, Joe Blow. Uh, it's not going to be the best interest rate, but we're going to get you into a mortgage, going to get you into a home, Okay. And then after a couple of years of making on-time payments, you've established your credit, you've improved your credit score. All of a sudden, you're looking at a 705 credit score. That ain't the greatest either, but it's better. It's much better. You get a much lower interest rate. Two more years, you're looking at an 810. Then you're looking at the lowest interest rate possible. Do not be the type of guy that gets a mortgage and then does not check on your interest rate after a year and a half. You got you to go back and say, oh, my God, look at the rates. What can you get? You a 15-year fix, 30-year fix, whatever you need. Uh, it can change the interest rate on you. And when your life, uh, when your income changes, you can make that change. Like when I got um, uh, fired from, uh, was it BBL or GRD? When I got fired from GRD, I had a 15-year and I changed it to a 30, okay? Now, at the time, I didn't know Mario. Had I known Mario, he'd been the first person I called and said, hey, look, man, I got to change from a 15 to a 30. Sometimes that happens. Call Mario today, 231-332-6505 for the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. Uh, All right. Funny clip I want to play for you. It's concerning baseball. Uh, I don't know how many of you follow baseball. I know that there's one in particular who follows the the, uh, New York Yankees. That would be Joey Williamson. And I think Aaron Judge is his favorite player. So the baseball teams, a lot of them, um, when the team goes on the road, they don't send the announcers with them. Follow the money here. Uh, you know, pretty much the baseball teams travel. Baseball's uh, wide open. Most of the uh, pandemic restrictions have been lifted. But uh, baseball organizations have realized that they can save money if they keep their announcers still uh, and don't uh, pay for their travel, okay? Save a buck. They're not doing it because of safety. They're doing it because they're saving money now, which was bound to happen. You get all these, uh, uh, in fact, radio stations are learning this. Shit, we don't even need a building. We can just, everybody can do their shows, and we don't we even need a workplace anymore. Uh, the pandemic has caused people to cut corners now as uh, a lot of the industry is coming back to life or has come back to life. So baseball's doing this. Uh, they're, they're, they're not sending their announcers. Legendary John Sterling from the New York Yankees. It is far. It is high. It is gone. A home run for Aaron Judge. That's the guy. Earlier in the game, Judge belts out a home run. When Sterling is doing the call, he's sitting there some, not where the Yankees are playing on the road. He's in a, a, a studio watching a monitor. And the next time Judge comes up to bat, Sterling is looking at the monitor, okay? It, they show the replay of the first at-bat. And Ju- and uh, Sterling thinks he's watching his second at-bat. They show the replay, and Sterling starts doing a home run call, thinking that he's watching it in real time. <laughs> but he's not. It's a replay. Check this out. Now, here is Judge. Man, the breaking ball is hit in the air to deep left. That ball is high. It is far. It is gone. Unfortunately, that was a replay of the home run. But it was a good replay. 
Hey, I'm sorry. It's on the monitor. What what, what am I supposed to do? This is a great way to do a game, isn't it? (laughs) Yep. Yep. I forget her name, but she's awesome. She's so pissed. This is a great way to do it. I'm going to play the whole thing again because I love it so much. Poor son of a bitch. What the fuck is He should have done it like that. There's Charles from first pitches of breaking ball. He gets a hold of it. Oh, man, it is fire. It is long. He just hit the fuck out of the ball. Oh, fuck. Holy shit. I'm watching a replay. Replay. It's a GD. son of a bitch. What the now, fuck? Here's Judge. Man, the breaking ball is hit in the air to yep. deep left. That ball is high. It is far. It is gone. I love this right here. Unfortunately, that was a replay of the home run, but it was a good replay. Hey, I'm sorry. It's on the monitor. I'm sorry. It's on the monitor. Oh, this poor guy. Sorry. It's on the monitor. What what, what am I supposed to do? This is a great way to do a game, isn't it? Yep. What's her name again? Susan something? Susan W something? I remember her. She's, she's, She's all right. She's pretty cool. She's one of the few female announcers that I like. I, and you're like, ah, you misogynist. No, normally they suck shit because they puke. Who's uh, Susan Waldem, Waldmeyer? I don't know. But uh, she, I, I, I actually like her. She's actually pretty good at it. My God, that is great. I love that so much. Oh. Well, what am I supposed to do? I saw the monitor. I want to hear uh, Harry Carey's voice saying, holy cow, that home run just hit that pregnant woman in the fetus. Come on now. Uh, Jason says she probably was wondering why he was calling video they just watched. Chris says he called her a skank right after that. Come on, guys. We can't do that. We'll get canceled. Uh, You know that the person who reported me for re- her, uh, for referring to the hot dog chick as an uh, anorexic crack whore is just fist pumping over that. Ah, oh. congratulations, you did it. Uh, live and learn. You can't call people. You can call people a skank, but you cannot refer to someone as an anorexic crack whore. Unbelievable. Okay. Uh, local story that kind of applies to everybody in the in the audience. Uh, well, I mean, you you can you can follow along with it. I don't think you can relate. It's about something I'd never heard of, and it makes sense. I don't really go uh, and 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 buy things that apparently are basically nail polish nail polish remover or something you would clean an old school VCR with and ingest it for a reason that I'm not yet clear on. And I'm going to have to reach out to my maestro of all things gay, Rainbow Flag Jeremy, for information on this. I reached out to Rainbow Flag Jeremy, who will be at the house with his uh, husband, Rico, tomorrow. They're very dear friends of mine. And uh, they're coming over, but I have a question about, I don't know what the fuck is going on here. Apparently, gay people are getting sick and dying because they're going to places like adult bookstores and buying nail polish remover slash 
VHS cleaners and called poppers and then like drinking them down or sniffing them for sexual reasons. I'm not sure what the fuck is happening here, but perhaps uh, we can find out more. I think. After that big setup, I screw up the whole thing. Okay, this is going to take me a second. This does this does happen from time to time. Terribly embarrassing. But I can get it. Hold that thought. I had the story ready to go. I swear I did. And then one man show. This is classic Eric Zane. You're not ready. Uh, all right. Local doctors back FDA warning against poppers. Thank you to my friends at at Wood TV for coming up with the story. They always do a great job. Heather Walker, legendary Heather Walker doing her thing. We got to sit through a short ad and then we'll have it. I swear to God, this is embarrassing. I recorded the audio and everything. I'm like, oh my God, I got it. I got to save it and uh, upload it and boom. The one thing I forget to do, it's embarrassing. I feel so stupid about this. But I, so yeah. Uh, People in the homosexual community, this is something that they're doing. I'm like, what? I had no idea. And the FDA is saying, don't do this. So, okay, fine. Here's the long and the short of it, what they're talking about. New tonight, the FDA is warning people to stop using poppers, a drug popular in the gay community that can be found online or in stores. They cause relaxation, but the FDA says they can also lead to deadly complications. News 8's Heather Walker is talking to a doctor tonight, learning how the chemicals affect your body. cause relaxation? They have names like Double Scorpio, Jungle Juice, Extreme Formula, and Super Rush. And and, uh, Stiff Dick in Butt. Uh, why, why why would you, um, <laughs> what is the deal about they cause relaxation, so they're using it for sex? I am, and, uh, and then, and then the names of these things. And then it says right on the bottle what it's used for. The product is advertised as a tape cleaner for VHS or nail polish remover. The bottles say not for consumption, but people who buy them sniff or drink the liquid inside, which is alkyl nitrates. Once you um, it gets into your blood system, then um, it can have that relaxation effect on your brain, where it can send your um, those chemicals to your brain. Here, you need to relax. Take some uh, take some of this uh, tape cleaner. It can have that relaxation effect on your heart muscles. Dr. Lisa Lowry with Spectrum Health says when inhaled, the chemicals move quickly through your body. People take these things for kind of that relaxation or that euphoria. Um, but if you huff, huff it in or huff to. And why the gay community? I, I, that, that's, that's why I need to call Rainbow Flag Jeremy to get uh, to get see what he knows. Lunch or whatever your just reaction it can cause disorientation dizziness can lead to where you pass out because your blood pressure drops too low all those things and can um, actually lead to death they're popular in the gay community because the drugs relax muscles but the fda is telling people not to use poppers for sexual enhancement or recreational use i'm guessing if you're in the gay community you would you would want your butt muscles to not be relaxed you know i mean you can really clinch down on that huh maybe i don't know maybe i shouldn't speculate 
saying there's been an uptick in reported deaths and hospitalizations. The warning is out, but the poppers are still for sale online and in store. We just went to a local adult video store and asked for poppers, and there they were right by the checkout. Huh. We were able to get these without any problem. News 8 checked with the Kent County. I like that she, she goes in there. She's all she's not, she's a nice-looking lady with uh, dressed up nicely. Yes, I'm here to get some poppers. And the guy's like, hey, you're not a guy. Hey, are you gay? We only sell this to gay people. Health department, sheriff's office, and medical examiner. They have no reported incidents involving nitrate poppers or anything similar here in Kent County so far. Uh -huh. We found many people reacting to the FDA warning online, saying they're going to keep using the drug despite the risk. <laughs> there are all those people who kind of say, well, you know, it hasn't happened to me or I'm going to take my chances. And so they've, in their own mind, have that calculated risk benefit ratio but i would advise against uh using the poppers reporting in grand rapids heather walker news eight yeah. well uh with that being uh, said i think we need to uh we need to bang on the door the back door of rainbow flag jeremy and uh find out what's going on here perhaps he can give us some insight on this thing Hey, hey, buddy. How are you? Hi, good. How you doing, Marty? Not bad. Uh, what What are you and Rico bringing to the party? Uh, what are we bringing to the party? Um, similar to that. Sound okay on Bluetooth? No, it sounds like shit. Oh fuck! All right. Uh, blue. Uh, seven layer salad. Seven layer salad. Yeah. What a, is it? Uh, is it a fruity thing or uh, what's 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 in the seven layer salad? Well, you got your spinach, eggs, uh, mayonnaise, bacon, peas, onions. Oh, this is uh, cheese. There might be more than seven layers. This is fantastic. I'm excited about that. Well done. Have you uh, and you and you and you haven't made it yet, right? No, no. We're gonna make it. We're driving back from Pigeon Forge right now. You are. Yeah. We're up in the mountains. Did you do any hiking? Yeah, it's uh, it's beautiful down here. Is, I I heard it's uh, packed in the Smoky Mountains. Yeah, it's yeah. Pleasant Forge was uh, bumper to bumper. Yeah, it was rough. Uh, yeah, Kenny is is trying to. Uh, he says that the salad is for tossing later. I think I think that's that's a horrible thing to say, don't you? Yes. That's that's ridiculous. Well, I like to stir the pot. Yeah, he does like to stir the pot. He always starts trouble, and then the second, <laughs> and then the second you let him have it, he's like, <laughs> you know how it is. Well, listen, yeah. Man, so the story goes: uh, there was a story about a product known as poppers. Are you familiar with this? Yes, sir. Okay, and they 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 uh, they said in the story that it's popular in the gay community because it causes relaxation. Is that correct? You are correct, especially the anus. I knew it. That's what I thought because the butthole yes. is too, you know, like you, if you're a guy, and you're like, all right, here it comes. And then, you know, right. he's like, oh, shit, you're locking me down, man. How am I supposed to do this? Exactly. Okay. So then, I, I've, I've only tried it once, and it was a horrible experience, so I, never again. Oh, it, 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 what, it was it too, it was, did it make you too relaxed? 
Oh, well, I don't know about that because I didn't use it that way. But uh, for me, my, my face got, like, really hot. Yeah, okay. And I was, I was very dizzy. And then once it all passed, I had a splitting headache. All so right. Like, Fuck this. Never all again. Right. Yeah. I would think that if you have enough gay sex, you would not need to have uh, a a relaxant. That it's always kind of, you know, looks like a, a Budweiser can opening. <laughs> yeah, that is true. Yes. Well, yeah, it's a good thing you guys don't take this because the FDA is saying, hell no, you should not be ingesting this this into your body. Exactly. We don't need that shit. Okay, yeah, screw that. And they're actually, yes. and the story, it was Heather Walker from Wood TV 8. She went into like an adult bookstore, and it was like for sale right at the counter. So people like get get a, get a, get movies or whatever, and then they, they, they would get this stuff. It's marketed as nail polish remover. Yes, I saw that. Yes, nail polish. Okay, it's, it stinks though. It's a very chemically smell. Oh. Supposedly, it also makes your orgasm stronger, but it, it did do that for me. Okay, all right, good. Yes. Well, yeah, I uh, I hope this isn't too weird for you, but you know, I always have questions when it comes to things about about uh, you know this this this. It's very different for a person who's not gay. We do, I have no idea. So this is all for information purposes only. I think it'd be for straight people too. I'll buy you something for your birthday. I'll bring it tomorrow. No, I don't want anything to do with it. I don't want anything to do with it. No, I'm not. Oh. I'm not. I'm not putting that chemical in my body, <laughs> Jeremy. Yeah, it's, it's not a good smell. It's like, ugh. okay. I think we have wrestling coming up soon. By the way, I think. Uh, are, are you uh, that that one event coming up in Muskegon? We got to go back for that. Oh, at the boat. Yeah, that's really interesting. Yeah, uh, Stu is going. Yeah. Stu is going up to Kalkaska this weekend. For uh for another wrestling event, and I said, yeah, dude, that is gonna be. If you thought it was a bunch of hillbillies in Grand Rapids, can oh, you imagine? Yes, can you imagine yeah. these crazy ass people in Calcasta? They're all. I mean, if you and Rico walked in there, they'd fucking kill you. Those people probably have more fingers than they have teeth. <laughs> all right, really good. What what time can I expect you tomorrow? Do you think? Okay. Well, we will see you tomorrow. We we are excited. All right. What time do you think? Uh. A little bit after three. All right. Hey, Rico, how are you? How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you. Put him on. Put him on. I want to talk to him. Uh-oh. Here you go. Hey, Rico. Hey, hey Rico. how's it going? Hey, Rico, I got a question for you, man. Yeah. Uh, you're like the you you're like the picture of health, and uh, and 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 you know you're 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 much stronger, I think, than Jeremy did. Did he slow you down on the hikes at all? Yeah. <laughs> he is slowing me down. Yeah, come on, get, get your ass in gear. Come on, let's move. All right. <laughs> hey, all these folks all right. are going to, we, we have a lot of people that are looking forward to seeing you. Jason, Andrea, and Stevie, uh, they're, they're all looking forward to seeing you tomorrow, okay? So am I. All right. We will have a blast. All right, I'll talk to you then. Okay. All right, I'm going to hang up. All righty, have a good day. You too, I'll talk to you. Be safe. Bye. There you go. Uh, Rainbow flag, Jeremy. Rainbow flag, Rico. Love them so much. They'll be part of the Eric Zane Show podcast, Zaniac Appreciation Pool Party. All right. Man, what the fuck is wrong with people? Poppers? Are you serious? Come on. All right. Uh, I got merch for sale, ericzaneshow.com. Click on merch. 
You can uh, get a T-shirt, one of nine different styles, all the different sizes, all the different colors. Uh, very simple to check out. Go and shop away to your heart's content. We've got the asshole of the day coming up in moments. Brought to you, of course, by JM Synthetics and TC Paintball. Be thinking of your nominees for asshole of the day. Who can it? I think I know who it's going to be. If you have any suggestions on the live stream, please leave them. Uh, Blue Frost IT is the managed IT service provider for this show. They are all things tech in and around West Michigan. If you have a company that has computers, at some point your tech is going to be either outdated or malfunctioning, and you might need a reboot or an upgrade. Okay? Sit down for a complimentary consultation with Blue Frost IT. Face-to-face, you say, yeah, this is what we use our tech for. And you explain all the needs of your business. doesn't matter what it is. In Alan's tech brain, excuse me, he's figuring out what you need. Um, If you did this on your own, you might end up paying for things you don't even need. Okay? You might not have a need for a high-end video card. So don't pay for it. Um, all right, I, I need to figure out your network uh, limitations, your what you need for monitors, printer, uh, printers, uh, hard drives, whatever it may be. I said printers. Uh, and then he's going to give you an estimate. And then you're going to be like, this looks great. Go buy it. You give him your credit card. He's going to go buy it. And he's going to set it all up for you. If your office is moving or you got a new, uh, uh, new construction set up, he can uh, put all the line drops in there. He does all of this stuff. Okay. And he's the managed IT service provider. So months down the road, every month, you're paying him a little bit of money, and he's watching over all of your tech. He's your own tech department. At Blue Frost IT, reach out to them, 616-285-50, uh, or send them an email, info at bluefrostit.com. Spent time with uh, John from Horizon Hydroponics. Okay. These guys uh, are experts on uh, growing anything. But uh, we're talking about cannabis right now. Um, Your outdoor plants, the days started getting shorter, and he informed me they're going to start to flower now. And then it won't be long before the buds are here. The days are getting shorter. I hate to say that, but they are. So the plants are like, ah, a little less sunlight. It's time to flower because the harvest is coming. I learned all this from John, okay, when we do Growers 101. For any of your needs, for your plants, for your garden, no matter if you're growing marigolds, tomatoes, or cannabis, uh, get the expert advice and all the products you need to make that happen with Horizon Hydroponics. H-O-R-I-Z-E-N Hydroponics.com. Shipped anywhere in the USA. Orders $250 and more. Shipping is free. Use the uh, coupon code ZANESHOW at checkout. You'll save 10%. You can also buy it online that same way and then pick it up in the store. Okay, I'm just going to swing by and pick it up. I'm on. Uh, I'm near Alpine in Grand Rapids. I'm near the Growers Outlet in Byron Center. I'm in Lansing. I'm in Kalamazoo. That's it. That's how you do it. So, yes, they're a local business, but they serve people all over the U.S. And finally, Rick from TC Paintball. Paintball War 15. The unnamed war happens August 8th. That's a Sunday. You must give me an RSVP. Got quite a list going. I think we're, we have a shot at a record number of people. Okay, if you want in to the Sunday, August 8th party, which starts at 5 p.m., 
okay? You have to reach out to me with an RSVP, eric at ericsaintshow.com. This is normally a $48 package. You're getting it for 35 bucks. Three hours of play. Pizza party for free beforehand from BC Pizza on Lake Michigan Drive in Grand Rapids. Okay? The paint. The gun. The mask. The hosted party. uh, Paintball outdoors with me and the gang. Send me an email, eric at ericsaintshow.com for TC Paintball. Online at tcpaintballgr.com. Adam says, Brian and I will be there. I'll email you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Asshole of the day. Got some pretty good uh, suggestions. Uh, Asshole of the day. Facebook. Asshole of the day. Uh, The Smiths. The whole Smith family. Those are the dicks that were butthurt by my crack about referring to the uh, chick competitive eater as a skank. Can you believe this? This is so stupid. Um, mm-hmm. Smith clan. Well, we can't say for sure it's a Smith clan that reported me, though. Asshole of the day, us for not being better behaved for Ed Ryan from Radio Inc. And his aerodynamic skull. He had a, Ed looked like the guy who used to be the drummer for ACDC. Mr. Clean lookalike for calling us all trolls. Yeah, you are trolls, Kenny. Skank and her family. You mean, you mean Mrs. Smith? Debbie Smith, that fat bitch who told on me? Let's just assume it's her. Yeah. The whole Smith family. The whole Smith family. You're going to get it. I spelled family wrong. Shit. And Facebook. All right. There you go. That's your asshole today. Brought to you by TC Paintball. Online at tcpaintballgr.com. And, of course, JM Synthetics. Get your Amsoil products at JM Synthetics. Online at jmsynthetics.com. Uh, call up uh, Jason, 616-747-0233. After you look online, say, hey, I need this, this, and this. And then call them up and say, this is what I need. Who was credited with the, ac- credited with the acronym Skank Mothers in Training? That Kenny asked that question. That would be uh, Boring Dean, your buddy. Kenny's Afghanistan, and Dean is the Taliban. Or was it Dirk? Was it Dirk? I thought it was Dean. I don't know. Doesn't matter. All right. Thanks to Ed for having me on his uh, show. That was kind. It was very, very cool. I'm very appreciative of that. And I'm appreciative of all of you. Thank you very much. It is a Friday show of the Eric St. Show podcast. It is in the books. Um, And then, uh, yeah, it was Dean. Kenny says it was funny. I'll give him that. He loves you, Kenny. 
F. Kenny Stan. All right. I'll be on uh, Patreon at 11 o'clock. Join me there. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Till next time. Thank you, folks. Bye-bye. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.